came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah. We love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us. Yeah. 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 What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show. It is your boy, Big Baby, aka the soul of R and B. You gotta, you gotta add more inflection when you say it. You gotta say it like, do like, you want like, me, like ninety eight point seven Kiss FM, like Isaac Hayes and them? That's what I need to hear. I need to hear like do the you, soul of R and B. Like, do you need you me to like jot? You gotta lick your lips and grab your nuts when you do it. That's how you gotta uh, do it. Hey, you need me to jo- you need me to gyrate too. You need me to like, you need me to do all of this too, right? Hey man, <laughs> I feel refreshed. <laughs> I slept. My kids let me sleep. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> and we we have the refreshed one, aka BK Matt. What's going on? What it do? <laughs> And to my far right, we have the queen, Queen Tay. Yo. First and foremost, um, we still need to get the the killers of Brianna Taylor arrested for sure. Say her and, name. Uh, say her name for sure. First of all, that 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 needs to be done. Second of all, Tay, you are a very popular amongst the people that I've, I've spoken to about our last show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, one of my good friends said she's gonna be she's gonna be a listener as long as you're on the show. Oh, thank you! <laughs> oh snap, yo, Larry's watching. The big bro Larry. is watching. Larry, Larry, what's going on, brother? I don't got no liquor. I got water, but you know, <laughs> well, I'm pre gaming. I'm pre gaming for tonight. It's gonna be lit tonight at one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pre. That's, that's the pre. That's pre pre game. Yeah, hey man. Hey man. Hey man, gotta be the life of the party sometimes. Even if the party's not even on right now, you gotta be the life. Hey, so I go. Hey, do your thing. Do your thing. Um. So, how's y'all week been? Oh, <laughs> busy. Take go first. Go 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 go, go first. Busy. busy. I had a lot of really important meetings this week, which mm-hmm. um, looking pretty good. Looking pretty good. Um. That's it. Busy as usual. I feel you. You got to stay busy. Matt, what about you? Uh, I'm back at work. So I've been working fucking 15-hour days, man. I'm I'm just, like I said yesterday, I, I hit y'all up in the chat. I'm like, yo, I'm exhausted, yo. Like, I'm mad, mad exhausted. Uh, mm-hmm. So I finally got my sleep last night, yesterday. Well, not last mm-hmm. night, yesterday. And um, I, feel, I feel a lot better. But for the most part, uh, I, I've been pretty good, you know, because um, these Giannis fans about to get this work. Mm. Work, 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 work. They about work. to get this Man. work. Matt. Mm. Damn. Matt. Mm. Matt. Let's start with that, y'all. Let, I hate being start. right. Let's I wanted to be right. wrong so bad. Nope. I wanted to be nope. wrong. But here's you the thing. You want to be wrong? I know I wanted to be wrong. Let, I wanted, I wanted all the smoke. Let me, I wanted let me, all the smoke. Let me start out first by saying I told everybody that the Miami Heat was not going to be nothing to fuck with. People was right, looking man. at me. People was looking at me like I was. People was looking at me like I was crazy. Like I I'm like, all right. 
I'm like, all right, the season, bet. me and Dre had this conversation. I was like, Miami, bro. Because I was upset that Jimmy Butler left the Sixers. So I'm uh, like, I don't know, bro. Miami, he's like, mm-hmm. bro, low key, they're going to be dogs. I'm like, I don't know. He's like, yo, if they get Iguodala, it's going to be a wrap. I'm like, what you mean? I'm like, I was like, yo, you really think they're going to get Iggy? He's like, yeah, they're going to get Iggy. And if they yeah. do, it's a wrap. Yeah. Lo and behold, it is a wrap. Wrap. Wrap that m- motherfucker up. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, I, Jimmy Butler didn't come to play. With people's kids. <laughs> he played with, or people's kids. He didn't come but to play with, play with people's kids. It's like, once you, it was very early on in our podcast that you started mm-hmm. to talk about the Heat. Mm-hmm. And you did early on predict that it was going to be like Boston, Miami for the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And once you said that, I started to pay more attention to Miami. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ain't you. I, I didn't really start saying it to like, I want to say after All Star break, and I was like, "Yo, they really are like killing." Like, and I'm like, "Like, I got two friends that are like Miami Heat fans, and I've known them predominantly since like junior high school. So it's not like because LeBron went there. They they've solid been Miami Heat fans. We used to go argue all the time because Miami was a thorn in the Knicks side. So." Low key, I, I'm hearing all of you know the money. I'm like Jimmy Butler is a talent. I always knew he was a talent, right? But damn, to be that much of a turnaround for that squad mm-hmm. after they, you know, after Whiteside was gone, it was just like you, you know, you was kind of like rocking back and forth, like how are they going to like, how are they going to bounce back? Even though it wasn't really much of a bounce from from Whiteside, but the fact that they're this big of a threat. To the top team in the East for two years straight, it, it's just it's mind blowing. Oh my goodness, it's mind blowing. You're mm. down three games to zero, Milwaukee. Mm. Three games, and I'm and, and we get we just got no we just got news that Giannis is questionable for tonight. Mm. Giannis been questionable the whole series. No, I'm not. Well, yeah. yeah. questionable the whole series. Giannis been questionable questionable the whole playoffs, if we're going to be real. No, I'm not going to say the whole playoffs. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit there and say, like, Giannis don't ball. He ball. Mm -hmm. But I've been saying it from day one, like, from last year. Like, from Mm -hmm. the summer when, like, when we was doing, we was was prepping for four quarters. And I was sitting there telling you, look. I don't think Milwaukee is as great as y'all making it seem, bro. But right. Giannis, no, I'm like, you did say I that. I hear that. I'm like, I'm say here, that. I hear that. But their main office is their defense, mm-hmm. and Miami is a transitional defense kind of team. They're gonna right. block that paint. Giannis mm-hmm. can't shoot worth the damn. The sunlight shines on a dog's ass once in a while. He might hit a few shots, but mm-hmm. if you forcing that man to just shoot. Y'all ain't gonna win, bro. Y'all ain't gonna win because y'all stacking as fuck on the half court defense on the half court offense. Mm-hmm. Overrated. Hey, we gotta we gotta keep the same energy that we was giving keep LeBron. The same you gotta keep the same energy, bro. Miami exploited Giannis. Right. This is not the only team. Boston. Toronto exposed, I mean, Toronto, Toronto exposed them. Toronto exposed them too. 
There's a difference between being exposed and being exploited. I mean, and being uh, and getting that broom shoved in you. <laughs> and his weaknesses were exploited by the heat. Difference. The thing that pisses me off is everybody's like, oh, this is going to be Giannis's league when LeBron's gone, right? It still could yeah, be. People, no, yeah. I, I hear that. Cool. That's what I said. Maybe three or four years if you develop a jump shot, it'll be a different conversation. But to say that he's second to LeBron, LeBron is a different type of a player on offense and defense, and it's bigger than what he does offensively. It's about getting everybody around him better. Mm-hmm. Chris Middleton is not playing like he's supposed to be playing. No. Brooke Lopez not playing like how he's supposed to be playing. But really, you know Brooke Lopez like, like... Look, I don't want to hear that. Brooke Lopez was, was, was dropping 40 and 30 on the Brooklyn Nets. I don't want to hear that. You know I how don't want to hear that at all. I'm sorry. Your sentence, brother, was was... You you know how far away those times are from him, for him, bro? Like, I don't want to hear that, bro. That's that's hear that. Years ago. I don't want to hear that. Like I said, yo, Milwaukee as a team... Is a lot better of a team than what LeBron had going into the going to the finals against the Spurs, and he dragged that team dead on arrival mm-hmm. all through the playoffs, all against fucking Detroit, who was the top team in the Eastern Conference, set to go against the fucking Spurs. I don't want to hear that. I don't want. The, we gonna keep the same energy. You compare teams. These two teams. These two teams. I'm gonna add the Malcolm Brogdon team too when from mm-hmm. last year. They were the two best teams in the East. You ran up against a one-leg Kawhi and the same damn Toronto team that kept getting bounced in the second round. You lost to them. Mm. Now you getting your ass smoked by the Miami Heat. I don't want to hit. Yo, there's no – we keeping the same energy. I'm not – just because we're saying Giannis is overrated is not saying that he's trash. He's not but he's not nowhere close to a LeBron. He's no. not Kawhi. He's not Anthony Davis. He's mm-hmm. not Kevin Durant. He is not, not like skin Jesus. Y'all gotta Davis. stop. Yeah. Y'all, y'all gotta stop. Yeah. Y'all gotta stop. Mm-hmm. I agree. Same energy. Y'all gotta keep the same energy. And I'm gonna say this again so it's clear. Saying Giannis is overrated is not saying that he's trash. The man is a two-time, he about to be a two-time MVP. He deserved that shit. But this is not it, it right now, the way it's looking, that man got a lot of work to do before I can put him in the, before I can say Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant and all these other no, people I are better than him. People, I'm sorry. I said that, I said that and people sorry. said I sounded crazy, remember? Mm-hmm. I've been saying this. I've been saying this since this podcast started. How about that? Yep. That's oh. a good question. That's a good let's question. Get, let's get into that. What so, is it? That's a good question. So, um, there was a Twitter exchange, a little bit of Twitter exchange between um, Richard Jefferson, Jay Williams, and LeBron James. And Scottie Pippen. And and now Scottie Pippen. Richard Jefferson said, Giannis is a Pippen. He's not a Jordan. He's not an Alpha. He's a Pippen. Right? Jay Williams said, so what? LeBron was a Pippen to D Wade. Right, right, right. LeBron responded. Who did that? Jay Williams. Jay Will. Jay Will. Now, LeBron responded and said, What the fuck does that have to do with me? 
what does any of this have to do with me? I basically I'm I'm LeBron James. I'm only I'm the, been the only LeBron James. Then Scottie Pippen jumped in and said, "He disrespected. Giannis, Giannis is not Scottie Pippen. I'm not. I don't have two MVPs. But since we're talking about you know com- player comparisons, what player were you compared to? Woo. Can, can I go Woo. first? Woo. Tay, can I go first? All right. <laughs> I'm going to start with the J-Will comparison. J-Will's stupid. His first, no, he's not stupid because I kind of got where he was going with it. LeBron's first year in Miami, he didn't. He was kind of like, he, he. you wanted, you, we all know LeBron is superior to Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, mm-hmm. but because of what Dwayne Wade has done for that franchise, LeBron mm-hmm. deferred to him a lot. So I, I I get that comparison, right? Okay. But after that 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 summer, after that summer, or when they got bounced out of the um the finals by Dallas, mm-hmm. and Wade basically told him like, "Look, I get what you're doing. You my brother, but I'm gonna need you to be the man. I'm gonna need you to be the king." When he got that verification from Dwayne Wade, LeBron wasn't Pippen. LeBron wasn't Jordan. LeBron was LeBron James, the king, the the that the man. So I get what Jay Will was trying to say. Maybe he maybe it was a sound clip. Oh, that that's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up, <laughs> bro. Yeah. That's wild. You got chill. Yeah, that's fucked up. Go ahead. But um, I get what Jay Will's was saying, but yeah, maybe he needed more to 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 shed onto that, and he probably might have corrected himself. I'm not sure, but the Giannis being a Pippin. Mm-hmm. Giannis is not an alpha male. He doesn't have that dog in him. I'm sorry, he doesn't. I mean, Pippen so, had that dog. Pippen had that dog in him a little bit. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> say, bit, but, like... but that's pretty much what Richard Je- and I, a lot of people get at Richard Jefferson and, that, and and the man is a champion. And granted, he got a championship ring with LeBron, but I I don't I don't understand why people shit on Richard Jefferson so much. Like Richard Jefferson was. <laughs> like, damn! Like yeah. everybody, everybody shits on him. It's bad. It, it's horrible because he 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 has a he has like this syndrome where he talks above his skills. So does Kenny yeah. Perkins. We're not talking about him right now. We're talking about we're talking about. Richard right, we need to get on what the fuck he was saying. Like that man needs talk, some cocoa butter right for what he did on first take the other day. That shit was horrible. Wait. Now, Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair to compare him to Pippen because that's not what he is. Because right. if anything, you you compare him to somebody like Shaq, who needs a who needed a facilitator like a Kobe, like a D Wade, like somebody on the court to facilitate those plays. Right now, right. let's be real here too. Mm-hmm. Jordan needed Pippen as much as Pippen needed Jordan. Facts. Right, hundred percent. By by calling him a Pippin, in a way, it's calling him somebody's second option instead of putting some respect on Pippin's name as one of the greatest small forwards of all time. Right. Let's be real here. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like the the comparisons to Pippin and Giannis is too different. It's like apples and oranges to me. Mm-hmm. Not as far as skill. Maybe as far as like what Matt was saying, alpha beta mentality. Right. Yeah. Right. 
but Jordan needed a Pippen just as much. And I think that you you shouldn't be comparing a Giannis to like a Shaq, like a Ewing, like those type of players who needed a facilitator on the court to kind of set them up for success. I agree. I think um, I see more Shaq in Giannis because of how he finishes at the rack yeah. strong all of the time. Like a lot of things, a lot of plays that's layup for everybody else is dunked for Giannis. I give you he, honestly, I, I would compare him more to Ben Wallace if you want my honest opinion. Okay. I would go Ben Wallace. I can see that. I'm going to tell you why, because he's a defensive threat. He get rebounds. But when he's in that paint, it's like look out below type shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shaq right, wasn't really known for his defense. But Giannis known has, for his dominance. Yeah. I think Giannis has more in his offensive bag than, than Ben Wallace does. I give you that because he's more, uh, he's more athletic. But uh, I'm saying as far as comparison, I wouldn't compare him to the Shaq. Shaq was just – and he was just dominant down low. That was it. He wasn't known for his for his um his defensive prowess. He wasn't mm-hmm. he wasn't that type of player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Not saying he doesn't block shots and he didn't protect the paint. He definitely mm-hmm. did. But Giannis is more of a he can defend the wing. He can defend the perimeter. He can defend mm-hmm. the paint. So you take Shaq out of the you take Shaq out of the um the paint, and he's right. and he's food. He's literally food. You want to outrun him? He, he's food. Whereas Ben yeah. Wallace or you have your Ben Wallace or your um Tayshawn Princes of mm-hmm. the world where they can guard the perimeter, the paint, they can they can get out there for that for, for that for that shot. Right. And they're 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 dominant on the perimeter. Not on the perimeter, but on the transition. So that's why I would say more or less a Ben Wallace. And and, and like I said, like a Tayshawn Prince, more or less than a, a Shaq per se. Got you. So, um, before we move forward, um, actually, let let's keep keep the ball rolling. So, the Rockets beat the Lakers in Game One, one seventeen to ninety seven. What was the most glaring thing that you guys saw out the game, Matt? What did you see out that game? Anthony Davis and LeBron James are too damn fucking passive. Mm. And more more Anthony Davis than I would say LeBron because LeBron. I expect that from LeBron now. After not at, in, at this stage in his career, well, so I'm not going to essentially dog. the point guard. So yeah, so <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog LeBron. LeBron's gonna be LeBron, but Anthony. And this is the same that I was saying with with the Portland series. Um, if Anthony Davis doesn't play with a sense of urgency or a, a or a sense of aggression, you're going to lose. There should be no reason why y'all got outboarded by the Houston Rockets, where the tallest man on that team is like six seven or six nine, I believe. I'm not sure. Y'all out, y'all outlent them. Like it makes no sense. None. I can understand that there are three, there are three, there are three point shooting team. I get that. I grasp that. But they outboarded y'all. It made no fucking sense. Now maybe it's game one. It's a filling out process. I still think that's bullshit. Cause again, you can't sleep on. T- and this is this is one of the things that I've been saying when it comes to this Laker team. Everybody's expecting them to go to the finals and expecting them to to, to run up against like run up against the Clippers or whatever the case may be, where it's really going to be a battle. But if you're playing like this in game one, the last thing you want to do is give a team like the Clippers momentum. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. 
Houston, we know they're gonna steamroll Houston because that 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 system is not built to go up against a LeBron or or, or that Laker team. Like let, let's just be let's be wondering. They're not gonna hit all seven. They're not gonna hit every night. I'm not sure about that though. But do you know what cost them that game? Putting a team, a lineup that had never played before played together before on the court in the beginning of the fourth quarter when they were only down by five or six points. They put Rondo Howard. You know how I feel about Dwight Howard. But hold on. Let me look. Who did they put together? They put Kuzma, Rondo, James, Morris, and Dwight Howard, right? You're trailing by six. I can't hear you, Dre. I said that's a trash lineup to put on the floor anyway. <laughs> But you're trailing by six in the fourth quarter, right? Why would you do that? Does, to me, that doesn't make any sense. And the Rockets made them pay for it. Mm-hmm. They went up, what, at that point? It be, they went on a 16-3 run. Beat the dog like, shit out of them. Like, I don't want to hear no, like, excuses at this point. We're in the second round now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, your team's identity should be what it is at this point. This should be your core. Going into the finals, hopefully, if you make it there. But mm-hmm. the Rockets are that team that if you make simple mistakes offensively, they're going to make you pay for it offensively. That was Especially always if they're hot. Mistake. Especially if they're hot. Especially if they're hot. Now, I can see this series going to six really easily. Mm-hmm. I really can. They are going to give them the challenge that um, Portland was supposed to give them. It's gonna be worse. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be worse. This, uh, this series, I, this series may go seven, and it, it may not be the Lakers coming out of it. Honestly, I, I still, I, I, I'll say the Lakers in five. I don't I, even, uh, I don't see them winning the next game though. I don't see them not? winning. Here, here's my opinion on on that game. So they didn't really out rebound them. It was forty one to forty one on the boards, but at one point in time, the Rockets were. Uh, we're out rebounding them by like. I'm gonna five tell you why scores. I feel like they out rebounded them. Their tallest nah, man is like six, seven, six, eight. I, I get what you're saying, but no, Ben I Wallace, Ben Wallace was six, seven, and he was out rebounding most centers. Dennis Rodman was six, eight, six, nine, out rebounding most seven footers. So I don't think it's a height thing; it's a heart thing in terms of wanting the board. And the Lakers didn't play with enough heart. On the boards because they thought size was going to be everything. PJ that's Tucker, what I'm saying. You got three men that's like seven feet. Right. It makes no sense. But PJ Tucker wanted it more, and that's why I said if the Lakers don't get it right, Lakers going to lose this series, and it's going to look crazy on on them for losing this series. Forget about y- y'all need LeBron to take over. You need AD to take over. That that's a given. The it's others take over. Just, they gotta play aggressive, right? They but, play soft sometimes, and it's yes, aggravating. They do, and I agree with you on that. But the others also have to contribute too, just this like the true. Rockets. Others have been contributing, no matter what they do, whether on offense or defense. The Rockets, the, you know, the Rockets have the 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 number one defense in the bu- um in the playoffs right now. The Houston Rockets have the number one defense in the playoffs. When do you think we would ever say that the Houston Rockets have the number one defense? We ever say that about Mike Dan and Tony. Right. (laughs) Right. That's that's the best question to ask. Right. 
Like that didn't make sense. Now, uh, but I, this this series is gonna go long. Now, um, Clippers Nuggets, <laughs> Clippers and Nuggets. Um, apparently, everyone thought this was gonna be a blowout series. Like it was gonna be a cakewalk, and the Nuggets said, "Hold my nuts," because they just tied they tied the series. One one last night with a 110-101 victory. Bruh. Um I'm with Stan. What Stan just said. What is hold on. At this point, I'm counting on Russ to win the series for the for the Lakers. Hey. Who knows? Can't count on Jeff Green the whole goddamn the whole series. I'll clear that now. Go ahead. So so if we're looking at the game, the, the Nuggets um Clippers game. Kawhi only had 13. Um, Pandemic P had 22. Um, Pat Bev had, I mean, had, uh, no, Paul George had 22. Pat Bev had two. Lou Williams had 13. That's just a few. Now, um, on the Nuggets side, Joker had 26. Jamal Murray had 27. Gary Harris had 13. Monte Morris had ten. This team is the, this um, Clippers team is supposed to be the best defensive team we have seen, and they haven't really been showing it this playoffs. Honestly, this bubble is exposing a lot of. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because there's no crowd. I think that's probably what it is. A lot of teams feed off energy. I don't. I'm no. Just give me, give me a, throw me a bone a little bit. I'm just saying, like this uh-huh. Denver team. Is a tough ass team because who expected them to come back and beat Utah the way they beat Utah? Shout out to Jamal Murray because he bought his ass off. And Joker was like, All right, I see you tired. I got this 30 piece for you and got I, rid of Utah. <laughs> so, I've always felt that the Clippers are an overrated squad, too. They've nah. been exploited all through the fucking playoffs. Let's be mm-hmm. real here. Everybody, I think. Paul George is more overrated than that Clippers team. That boy, boy, boy. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. You boy. Something. I don't talk hey. about Paul George often because I'm not really impressed. None but, of us are. <laughs> Paul George. I'm like sorry, George Paul. George Paul. struggling against the teams that they're struggling with <clears throat> in the way that they're struggling against them. You get what I'm saying? You're supposed to be wiping the floor with the fucking Nuggets. I, I wouldn't go that far. I like I didn't think it was gonna be a cakewalk. I think all teams think in the so. Western Conference you know, deserve. Because the thing is, like, I don't see the Clippers winning shit this year. Hey, I can't put up. Let me tell you something. How the Clippers are playing now, whether it's Miami or Boston, that goes into the Eastern Conference Finals against them. They're gonna have a big problem. The, I mean, in the finals, that if they went that far, they're gonna mm-hmm. have a problem with either one team. Those I know teams in Miami, you gotta probably put Toronto in there too because they're playing like they want. They like they got something to prove. Too. The Clippers are gonna have a problem against any Eastern Conference team if they yeah. keep playing the way they play. Yes, yeah, this is a fact. Yes, any 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 of the remaining teams probably outside of the Bucks, they they probably they they probably not. They're gonna have trouble, like. They're not beating the Heat. They're not beating the the, the Celtics either. If they played against the Celtics, they're not beating them either. Let me be real. They could beat the Rockets. 
They could probably beat LA, the Lakers. Yes. But I'm, I'm holding that at a high probably. Mm-hmm. Because the Clippers are not impressive at all. And to be honest with you, we tend to forget that LeBron is and AD are playing through injury too. Yep, but we can't give Y'all that. Yeah, we can't give that. We can't give. We can't give that excuse because we we'd be riding LeBron if if we give whoa, him that excuse. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not an excuse. No, but I'm. No, I know it's not an excuse, but you know, people. And I'm not. I'm not even talking about Matt. Because you know, I'll be joking with Matt about. LeBron and stuff like that, but I'm talking about people who are legit, like LeBron detesters and the haters. Skip. Skip. They would be like, "Oh, that's not an excuse." Jordan played through injury. Blah 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 blah. blah. Like people was injured. Like a whole episode about all the reasons why I fucking hate Michael Jordan. (laughs) We're we're gonna talk about our uh, our 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 new um. Have our new latest series that's coming out at the end of each month, at the end of the show, but and that will definitely be one of the episodes. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Clippers are if they don't stop playing and then ratchet up, it's gonna be a rat for them. It's just gonna be a rat. Um, Raptors and Celtics. The Celtics fumbled the bag. Let's say that. Yeah. They were up. They were up 2-0. They let that shot go off at the end of the game by OG Ananobi. And I knew after that, that shot went off, I'm like, Toronto's about to win the next two, about to win um the next game, and they're gonna tie it up. Momentum. You don't, don't want to give a team like Toronto that type of you know momentum. Like, what did you think about the Boston and Raptors series so far, Tay? I think it's a really competitive series. I never want to be one to count out Toronto ever. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because they are the defending champions. So the fact that mm-hmm. they're missing one of their, their, well, their key piece, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And still balling out of control the way they are. You know, Boston mm-hmm. shouldn't be struggling against them the way they are, the way y'all hyped Boston up in the goddamn beginning of the playoffs. Not y'all, Matt, you, Dre. Yes, I, I, I'll take that one because – I didn't think it was going to be this, but I also didn't think Toronto was going to be playing the way they were either. Honestly, I did. I I'm did. not a lot. Yeah, I did too. I, yeah, I did too. I think that was one. Toronto was one of the main teams that Boston struggled with during the season. I knew yes, that they were. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't think it was going to be a cakewalk. I mm-hmm. didn't think it was going. I didn't think it was going to be, especially after game one. I didn't think it was going to be like oh, game two, down to a shot, then game three. Boston saying, fuck this shit. Y'all gonna like we're gonna do this. We're gonna lock up Jalen Brown. We're gonna um we we we're gonna shut down Jalen Brown and hope Jason Tatum bails us the fuck out and then they get their ass back like the way that they did. So I didn't expect that, no. But no, I did I I knew going into this into the postseason that mm-hmm. Toronto was gonna be a problem, Boston was gonna be a problem, Miami was gonna be a problem. I knew that Milwaukee was not going to get past either. Yeah, we of those said teams. that. We yeah. said so, that. I mean, so the fact that Toronto and Boston is becoming like an interesting matchup for the for for to get to the the Eastern Conference Finals, I'm not shocked. I didn't count Toronto out either, but I don't think that they're going to beat Boston. It might go six or seven. 
Yep. Kyle Lowry showing up. Spicy P. Finally Shockingly, right? Shockingly. Because you know Kyle Lowry likes to do this like hide and go seek shit. <laughs> Kyle Lowry be doing some bullshit to. in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he do some bullshit. He in the probably playoffs. when he wants to. <laughs> yeah. But I, I definitely think this series is, is this series is going seven games. And shout this out to Van Vliet seven. too. Van Vliet got his kids there, so you know it's a rap, bro. Yeah, like, shout out to Van Vliet. Balling. You know, coaches can can't bring family. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, yeah, that's what I wanted to bring up too. Um, so, coaches can't bring every coaches and referees. Well, at least until the conference finals for the referees. But coaches can't bring family members or guests inside the bubble. So, how's that? Wait, what do you mean? So, how's that fair? If the players can, the players can do it, the refs can do it, and the coaches can't. You in, you ain't in these trenches. You ain't on the floor. Like a tripping. <laughs> I need, I, shit, if I'm if I'm putting up forty a night, I I need to I need my wife. Shit, you 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 just you, you right. But the coach puts the coach has to put you in position to win, and the coach is also part the biggest part of the team too. So for the coaches not to be able to have their family there, that's bullshit. Yeah, they can have their wife. Fuck them kids. Them kids stay home. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> Damn, you sound like you sound like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Wife, yeah. Kids stay ass home. Mm. Well, we know what Matt thinks. Tay, what do you think about the the, the coach is not being not fair. It's definitely not fair. You know what I'm saying? I think that so Matt, you dumb, you know. You dumb. But um yeah, they should have been I, I don't get why that's that's uh even like a a thing that doesn't make any sense to me. I feel like, you know, the coaches deserve it. A lot mm-hmm. of them coaches don't have young kids either. A lot of them coaches is old. Okay, so they'll only probably be bringing their wives or girlfriends, not mm-hmm. their grown ass kids. Right. The coach, the coaches should have been able to bring their wives and everybody else were able to. I agree. I agree. Fuck them kids. Like I said, fuck them kids. <laughs> you know, yeah, they can't just want to be Mickey anyway. He ain't here. You can't be using my slogan or anything like that, but it's all good. Sorry. That needs to be a shirt, though. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. You're Fuck a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When the Brock Lesnar started that shit. Definitely did. <laughs> definitely when did. When said that the first time, I was like... <laughs> that was funny as shit, bro. I don't give a fuck about your kids. I was like... You're not supposed to. <laughs> And neither do I. And neither do I. I felt that. <laughs> like, but um, let's get into the, to you my problem. <laughs> let's get into the 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 basically the topic of the week so far. Um, Steve Nash. Well, first, Tyron Lou has been signed by the Philadelphia 76ers as a head coach, and he's a better fit for them. Yes. Yeah. So this definitely means one of those two are getting traded. So he's gonna figure out which one of them is gonna get traded. I think it's Ben, honestly. Um, someone people have been thinking it's Joel. I think it's Ben. I see more. I see more money in 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 Joel than I do in Ben Simmons. No, uh, but you want our opinion on that? 
No, nah, that's that's not so. This is what I want your this is what I want your opinion on. Steve Nash is now the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Um let's hear what Stephen A. Smith had to say. My issue is not with Sean Marks. My issue is not is not with Steve Nash. Steve Nash was a tremendous player. Uh he was uh played a developmental role with the Golden State Warriors. Uh he's highly respected and adored by a lot of people within the NBA community on its face in terms of the individual he is. I'm incredibly happy for him. Sean Marks, is, as I consider to be a person that's doing an outstanding job in Brooklyn, uh, I have no doubt that he feels he hired the best man for the job looking at his roster and who he wanted to lead this squad, and I have no issue with him. The issue that I had was with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving signing off on this. And the reason I have an issue with them signing off on it is because Steve Nash, for all the superlatives I threw out there, has no coaching resume at all. And for him to not have a coaching resume and to never have coached as an assistant coach, never have coached to a, uh, never to have coached as a head coach, and to walk into the media capital of the world, which is New York, and to be literally inheriting a championship roster from day one, that does not happen for black people. And that is why I said it is white privilege. I said it yesterday. I'm saying it today. I'm going to say it next week. I'm going to say it next month. I'm going to say it next year. I don't give a damn what anybody says. And let me be very, very clear. When I'm talking about it, I'm talking about the fact that a black man with no resume to speak of at all does not get that opportunity. I'm not talking Okay. Um... Tay, what are your thoughts on what Stephen A. First of all, he's wrong. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with white privilege. Let's be real here, okay? Okay. I feel like it was his pedigree's influence. And I think that KD and Kyrie had a lot to do with that, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel as if there were so many... NBA players turn coaches, you know what I'm saying? With half the accomplishments that Steve Nash had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And were able to make waves in the NBA, right? I think he deserves a turn. Mm-hmm. Why not? Why not? Well, Matt, what's your what's your opinion on it? Um, do I agree with Steve Nash being the Nets head coach? Not necessarily. I'm I'm open to see what comes out of it. Do I feel like there's more qualified coaches that were available that could have gotten that spot? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are that are black? Definitely. Um, do I agree fully with Stephen A. Smith is saying that it's white privilege? No. Is it a sign that is it like a, an example of white privilege in a sense? Yes. Because like he said, a black coach with with Steve Nash's resume is not getting a team that's already made and mm-hmm. built to go be a contender. It's not. You can look them up. Doc Rivers, he had the Orlando Magics. They were not set to go to the finals from 99 to 2003. Mm-hmm. The look of Jason Kidd, he had the fucking Knicks. Were not built to go, not the Knicks, the Nets. They were not built to go to the fin- go to the finals. 
Actually. Actually. You thought that they were? Go ahead. They were, that they were, built, they were built to go deep in the playoffs, but they Went weren't to the built finals. to the finals. Think when you have, you, gotta, you have Darren Williams, Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce, KG, and Brooke Lopez on your team with Andre Karolinko and Gerald Wallace coming off your bench, y'all niggas need to be going to the conference finals at least. But they didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they had a coach. Their coach. Like, the fuck? Like, all right. And then you got to look at it in the aspect of, like, look at look at, play, look at players that were, like, assistant coaches. Like, like Patrick Ewins. I can give you Patrick Ewins or Mo Cheeks. Or Muggsy Bowes. Like, look at these players that have been in the background grooming themselves to be that be that type of coach. Steve Nash wasn't that. Steve Nash helped out with Golden State. I'm not hiring Muggsy Bowes over fucking Steve Nash. Why? I'm not. Why? But why? I'm not. Why? I, I want to hear your you reason. You can't why? compare the two. You can't how compare can we, the two. How, if we're comparing resumes... Yeah, we're comparing resumes. What resume does Steve Nash has as a coach? It doesn't matter. His it does matter. That, but that's the, that's, the, that's, that's what he's saying. It, that, but that's what he's saying. It you're going you're gonna, you're going to Because he sounded like a complete jackass the week before. He had the flip-flop as he usually does. And this was something that he chose to flip-flop on. And that's what I'm not with, right? But I'm not talking on the basis of that. He has the respect of the players already. That's number one. He's going to grind And he can, I feel like Kyrie and KD, they are at this point, they're, they're not washed up, but they're not on the level that they were before they went to the Brooklyn Nets. So let's be, let's be real here too. Let's be real here too. All That's right. Nice. Mark Jackson, we talk about like Mark Jackson with the um with the Golden State Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. He had a championship contending team. He couldn't take them there. Steve Kerr did. He built, he built that team. Well, no, no. he didn't take them to the promised land. Steve Kerr did. He didn't he take took them to the first, He took them to the first playoff series that they've but had. They what, like- but, but did they win a championship under Mark Jackson? No, they didn't. But he built that foundation for yeah. that team. That whole team he built. That but whole team. He him though. I don't see no rings. I don't see no Mark Jackson rings. You got to stop, bro. I'm like, not going to stop. Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson built that team. Oh, well. Like, there's, there's no if and but. Mark Jackson built that team. He deserved all the credit in the world for it. Nope. He doesn't. He didn't get him a ring. Nope. 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 He doesn't that ring. Nope. Period. Period. It was it was player privilege, but it wasn't white privilege. You two said it yourself. This you qualify for a lot of jobs, and people would choose another another applicant that's not that does not have the resume that you had. It's yeah, the same but the thing. thing is I can't. It's not the same thing. It is the same he thing. He has played eighteen seasons in the NBA. He hasn't coached ever. So how do we know who he did? How Nobody even knew he wanted to coach. Nobody knew he even wanted to coach. We don't know what type of work he's done with these players in the offseason. He's, not, a, he's not been on nobody's no. roster as an assistant coach, a manager, you no know, nothing. You don't have to be on he's somebody's roster to, to, to have. You don't have to, to be on somebody's roster. You don't have to be on somebody's roster to work with the point guards, to work with the shooting guards. You could be a consultant. There's more than coaching than just, all the time. just helping out. Players do it all the time. Now, I'm, let me tell you something. 
I'm normally the first person to scream privilege. The first person, right? Mm -hmm. The reason why I don't agree with the Nash signing has nothing to do with, with white privilege. You get what I'm saying? Because if you had a if you had a snowball chance in hell of getting Popovich, right? Mm -hmm. Steve Nash is not on that level of a Popovich. That's my problem. Not over a Tyron Lue or Mark Jackson or, or Muggsy Bowles. Like, but what you mentioned Popovich, but look at Popovich's resume. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. That's when I get pissed, right? Because it's what I'm saying thing. is, no, it's not the same thing. What I'm saying is with Popovich, right? That looked like the, the caliber of coach that you were looking for, like a Popovich. You get what I'm saying? If they would have got anything below that, it would have been disappointing, white or black. If you're going for pop and you come with Steve Nash, that's not that's not impressive to me. It's not nothing to do with what I'm saying. The point is the white privilege part. Now that I don't feel is fair. And I think Steve A. Smith did that on purpose because he sounded like a jackass last week. So he wants to he wants his fans to feel that he's still with them in this racial bullshit. So he had to say something. But Steve is Steve Nash is respected by his by players. Period. There would have been no way in hell. Kyrie and KD had a lot of influence in that too. And that's what he's directing his energy to, to them too. But my yeah. whole thing is I'm not saying that it's white privilege. I'm not, I don't agree with it being white privilege. Could it be used as an example of white privilege? Yes, it could, because he's not the quality. He's not qualified to have that type of a job. He's not. He has no coaching experience, and and it's bigger than just Tyrone Lewis or, or Mark Jackson or Muggsy Bogues. There's other coaches. Like what's the um the coach that just got let go from fucking um from fucking what the fuck I forgot his name the the dude from the Pelicans. You could have hired him, but he has experience. You, there's other coaches that are out there that have. That's Steve Nash is their guy. All right, and I'm like I said, I don't. I'm 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 open to see how it goes. I'm not. I'm not going to shit on Steve Nash. I'm not. But when you're when he's explaining it to the point of he doesn't have no experience, and you got all these other jobs, you got all these other like coaches that could have gotten that job or could have gotten the interview. One that are black. Two that are more qualified. Well, we, don't said, no, we, we don't, don't know who got the interview, though. Right, we don't we know who got the interview. We don't know if those people were interviewed for the position. And gone on many what? of interviews saying that that was the guy that he wanted. What? Sean Marks has gone on record and saying that he wanted Steve Nash. He could have easily defeated the fact of, oh, I entered, we interviewed this guy, this guy, this guy. They didn't do none of that. They chose Steve Nash. And, and again, that's y'all right. I'm open to see how it goes. I, I I like Steve Nash. I know what he's capable of. I know his intelligence when it comes to when it comes to the game. I don't defute that. But did you but, know that he was a player development consultant for the Golden State Warriors during that? I said that. So, I how, said so that. how does he have no type of experience though? Player consultant, not being a head coach or assistant coach. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. But you're acting like he's somebody who just walked off the street 
with no basketball experience at all and just I'm got the keys to the no, kingdom. No, I'm saying in the basis of if they have more people that are more qualified for the we job. Do. To everybody. Not to not everybody. Just, Obviously not to the people that matter because they would have right. got the job. Right. I am so, right. Right. And you can't bring you can't the thing is you can't bring my my instances were instances of, of white privilege. Why I didn't I give said, that an example of white privilege. We all, but we all got we all got all we right, all but over for things. You say, you can't use white privilege for everything. Oh, we can't do it. That's your, that your opinion. Could that not be used as an example? It's not. It can't be used as an it's example. Not, no, because if I was in a team and he worked with the Golden State, like State like if, if no I have a team and KD and Kyrie, right? And I look at somebody who's worked hand in hand with the star players of the Golden State Warriors, which everybody's trying to mimic, I'm going to want some of those secrets for my team. Not with guys who kind of have good experience as assistant coaches. Their teams ain't really go and do much. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what has Muggsy Bogues done as an assistant coach? I didn't even know he was assistant coaching. I had no idea. I'm like, really? What has he done? So we do have to move on, but do you, um, Matt, any final thoughts on the subject? Do I think it's white privilege? No. Could it be an example of it? Yes. So do I agree with Stephen A. Smith? No. But I get where he was going with it. Tay, any final, any final words on it? Stephen A. Smith, he plays race-baiting games when he fucking feels like it, and that's not fair. Because at the end of the day, it should have been a it, – it's a big – there's a lot of co- players who transition into coaches with limited experience. We're, we're already just saying that KD and Kyrie are just going to be this fucking super team for the Brooklyn Nets, and we really don't know what type of KD we're going to get and what type of Kyrie we're going to get next season either. So let's be real here, too. They're broken the fuck down. Their better years are more behind them than in front of them. So That's let's, an opinion. We don't know that. So let's be real here, okay? But at the end of the day, Steve Nash, if I'm looking at it as a team president, right, this motherfucker was working with the best players in the league during their championship dominance. I'm going to want to know what the Golden State Warriors were doing that other teams weren't doing. And all these other people, the Tyron Lues and stuff like that, once they didn't have their superstar players, what did they fucking do? So... My thoughts on it is, like I said, I don't, I don't think it's white privilege. Um, I was seventy five twenty five on it. Uh, I was more intrigued that Kyrie and KD picked Steve Nash, especially how loud Kyrie has been about social justice and everything like that. But at the same time, that, like I said, at the same time. When it comes to the coaching in the NBA and, and the type of you know team that you want, Steve Nash is a proven leader. Kyrie is shaky as a leader. As as Sean Marks, I honestly would need someone like Steve Nash in Kyrie's ear, someone like Steve Nash in KD's ear, who was in KD's ear when he was in um Golden State, to be leaders. Because you have a young core that's been playing without their two best stars. And it's going to be rough for the players like Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie, now that 
they'll be playing limited minutes or on limited touches. So the Steve Nash signing essentially for leadership purposes will be good as far as player control, making sure his players do to you know do whatever they're supposed to do on court. That's something we shall see. Um, but moving forward, the NFL, September 10th, the NFL is back. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about the NFL returning? Now, if somebody needs more black coaches in the fucking league, it's the, it's the NFL. The NFL definitely do need some 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 black coaches, but um, yes, they will be returning, and I, I have the notes here about how they will do it. So, um, we spoke about this before, but some teams will have um will have people in them. Some team, some teams will have um, stadiums with fans. Some of them won't. Oh, um, they playing all the Russian roulette with the coronavirus, huh? Right, and they're also still traveling to each other. So um, the season ain't gonna last long. So I don't even know. I thought we were gonna have something to really talk about, but like after that, you know, that shows you the the. Politics that's infused into into uh, football too. That's yeah. so unsafe. So just just an example of how less how how bad social distancing really is in terms of or how much they're really playing Russian roulette. Arrowhead Stadium is probably one of the biggest stadiums in in the NFL. They have they will be allowed twenty two percent capacity. That is roughly about 16,000 people. That's a lot of people. 16,000 people. Um, most of these teams are saying, oh, uh, we probably won't have people. Some of these teams are taking it by um, a case-by-case basis. Um, as of now, uh, and then you also have players that opted out to just not play. Because of the coronavirus and other things. So, at, for example, um, the Patriots, Patrick Chung, um, Marquise Lee, uh, they're, they're sitting out. Oh, Dante Hightower, uh, Marquise Goodwin of the um, of the Eagles, Devin Funches of the Packers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Geronimo Allison of the Detroit Lions, CJ Mosley. Of the New York Jets, Nate Soldier of the New York Giants, and Damian Williams of the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, it was more at one point in time, I believe, because I, I think I was. Yeah, it was a lot more people who decided to who sit out or just wasn't going to be playing. But yeah, so um, you also got to um, take into account that these games, because of the college NFL, the college season potentially not happening. I thought it was though. Some team, some divisions are playing, um, and some people aren't. So, we can potentially have NFL games on Saturday, based off that too. So, um, as I said, it, as you said, honestly, um, it's kind of Russian roulette right now. Kind of, it is. It's one hundred percent. Like sixteen thousand people in the stadium. Yeah, in Arrowhead. 
Now, and, 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 they're, tra- and they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest part. Well, some places you're supposed to quarantine for like 14, or, or is that only New York? Supposed to quarantine for 14 I know, days. I know here, we wherever, if you go to one of those states or come from one of those states, you have to quarantine yeah. for 14 <laughs> days. Yeah. So. I don't know, crazy. man. Yeah, the season might last like four games. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. I didn't know that they were. Well, I heard that AEW was going to start allowing fans in this. They already did. They have all exactly. out. Yeah, they all have. out last so, night. Yeah, nah. They they they. I heard they, that they, it was interesting, but uh, and not in a good way. All out, but shit. If Dre let us talk about that, it's a wrap. But anyway, <laughs> so he already know my energy. It's a wrap. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm glad it's I didn't. Pay. I'm glad yeah. I didn't pay for the pay per view. <laughs> Let's just say that. I'm, yeah, I'm, but they already allowed fans in there last night. How many? Yeah, it's, like, it's been more. There? It's been more than that. It's been um uh, like oh, two weeks now. They've had fans, so they're only at ten percent capacity. Oh, so then I read an article this morning saying that they were going to boost it up to more. They they may. No, they, they definitely were. Oh, hopefully not. something like that. Yeah. Hopefully not with the product that they put on last night. I think yeah, yeah, daily, yeah, daily, <laughs> bro. Daily's place is a bit wide, so they can put people like the way you see the people sitting. They're sitting with their family members, and they're like away from spread each out. other. They all spread they're, out. They're, yeah. they're all spread out, and everybody has a mask on, so it looks good. Essentially, it looks good, but still, like it looks like an indie show. It doesn't look like, like an indie show. It look like an indie show at like Coney Island or you know where, where the Cyclones play. Like if you ever watch like the old USA Pro shows or like um UWF, it kind of looks like that, where they have like the fans that's on the ground and it, which is like you know other AEW talent, mm-hmm. and then they have like the actual fans like in the nosebleed sections where it's like they all spread out. That's how it looks. So it's not bad what they're doing, but we're talking about football. Tell you have a you have a okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get back to your thought momentarily because it's not too much way too much um football left. So let's talk about um Adrian Peterson. One of, the greatest, one of the greatest running backs of all time has been cut by the Washington football team. And signed. And signed. Yes. Signed to Detroit. Yes. He, well, he yeah, we thought that he would may have been done after this, but I think yeah. he has one more season left in him. We'll see where that takes him. I don't think that he would be. Um, I forgot the guy's damn name, the coach of the Lions. He was with the Patriots for a while. Oh, he's Patricia, Matt Patricia. He's bad. <laughs> he's bad. He's bad. He's bad like the hood term or bad like. No, no, no. I think people just expected because he learned under Belichick that he was going to be like the second coming of Belichick for the Lions, but I don't right. think he had pieces to do that either. Yeah, that shit don't work. That's not like when people leave pop and and become like dope coaches. Like people leave, um, uh, what's the name, Belichick. You you don't know. It's like rolling the dice sometimes. <laughs> but, um, but they just got that on their resume: Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl champion. Yeah, so. <laughs> But I think that Adrian Peterson is, you know, he's going to be a welcomed addition anywhere he goes. And I, I would have been sad to see that he would have ended his last season with the Washington football team. He's ended it. Like, he's ended it. But he's ended he's it. Like, on, 
He's basically <laughs> just helping out the next in line running back. I think that's why because it's a one year deal. No, but he's I mean, played. He's led he really well last season. He, I know that the last two years he led the 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 Washington football team in rushing yards and touchdowns. Yeah, he was touchdowns. my um, he was on my fantasy football team. So that you won. Make sure you, you won. Had that. Make sure you undefeated. Had that. undefeated, undefeated, right? Yes. Sixteen and zero. All right. So I mean, like, look, Adrian Peterson is 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 a superb talent. He's what I think he's in his what thirteenth year in the league, like thirteenth year, right? Thirteenth or fourteenth? Yeah, something maybe, along the lines. Maybe he is reaching that that plateau of you know is getting quitting time. He's been dealt a kind of weird hand since the son passed away. So I mean, it's like, hey. It's football, and maybe it's not the, the – maybe he needs this last year to just, like, figure out what he's going to do. But I think we're kind of, like, at the end of his career. I think so. This, yeah. this, I think this year and this current possibly shortened season and maybe – Yeah. Maybe and maybe next year. I don't want to see him end his career on the Lions. That that's one. Like I don't, I don't want to see his career. Yeah. If it, it depends on how this season goes. Yeah. This they're year, not gonna play fully. Right. But he we did know. good the last two seasons, like I said. Yeah. He's done good. It's just. I hope he doesn't get a Vince Carter like like sign off the way. It's looking like it that. Happened. It happened, bro. Like, that was it's so looking like that. Shit, I mean, he's going to Detroit. It's not like he's going to be in the same position as fucking Fournier and the fucking Bucks. So, I mean, it, it, it look, it's a small song to me. I mean, if it ain't this year, it's definitely next season. One of the two. So, so, speaking of Fournette, yes, he has joined Bucks Row. If you haven't watched that, uh, listen to that episode. I believe that was episode fourteen, right? About oh, how do you say Fournette or Fournier? Fournette. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you just you just Frenched his name for no reason, bro. Fournier. 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 Sounds legit. In the sounds smooth. I wanted to some French too. Yeah, I thought so too. I've never really heard nobody say his name like that. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Well, uh, he. He's joined Bucks Row with um, Shady McCoy and um, Rojo Ronald Jones. They have a three-headed monster there now. Running right. back-wise, yes. That shit is serious. And then they um, got um, Gronk and, and listen. Gronk, Brady, Mike Evans, all of them. <laughs> Bucks Row is looking crazy right now, bro. <laughs> like, but as we've seen sometimes with super teams in football – doesn't always work out. Oh, outside of what, outside of Dallas, than they did Chicago. a couple months ago. <laughs> yes, they are looking so much way better than what they looked a couple months ago. I want to know what is what's in the water in Tampa Bay to everybody. I've been to Tampa Bay. It, it wasn't all that. What's it's in Tom, the water over there that everybody's trying to go to Tampa Bay? It's, it's, Tom, it's Tom. It's Brady, Tom Brady. It's, it's Tom Brady. Brady. What made Tom Brady decide? You know what? I want to go to Tampa Bay. What is it? The what? what, what it, the hot weather? He, he got Tom well, Brady. He, 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 he could have <laughs> went wherever the fuck he wanted. Yeah, to exactly. Go. He chose Tampa Bay. He so it's like, Tampa? What's the water over there? It's hot as fuck. Tampa Bay. 
He was tired of being hot. He was tired of being hot. Like, like he was tired of being cold, cold all the time, and he wasn't gonna go to the Dolphins. So, yeah. So, and I guess the they had exciting, the only thing exciting in in, in um, Miami Stadium was WrestleMania. Right. So much for that plan. Well, at we least still hold on the grudge of that. Say we in WrestleMania next year. We and the families. I'm so aggravated. You know, it's been months and I'm so mad aggravated about it. I don't know. I just got to know what's the price range for your seats because you know you you VIP balling and shit. You first <laughs> rolling shit. So I, I got to know what's my, my, my price range because we, we, we're not making salary on your yet. <laughs> so, 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 so I, I need to know the price range of what I, what well, I got. Gotta, I got to make up to my daughter for the fact that she missed WrestleMania this year. She ain't missed nothing. Well, she, did she not watch it? No, she we watched it. We, we oh. watched it at home like everybody else. I mean, we're oh. not used to that. <laughs> it was so weird watching it from home. It was like, yeah, yeah. Tay, Tay's usually the, like the, the timekeeper, so she sits there. Right, and her daughter's the I commentator. Special yeah. wrist, I always have special bracelets when I go to WrestleMania. <laughs> like, I I've go only been that close outside, one Have a private bathroom. Look! Look at Yo, I've only been that close one time, and that was WrestleMania twenty. Mm. The only time I've ever been that close, and I don't even know how much I paid for because I was young. I was like fourteen. Probably a lot. Well, WrestleMania was always more expensive than the other ones. My but mom you know, paid I find that the WrestleMania prices go up, go up, go up. Because what was a yeah. hundred dollar ticket back in twenty twelve is now like a two hundred and seventy five dollar ticket. Yes, I was. I got this app on my Fire Stick where I could watch. It's like living single twenty four seven. I got mad shows, so yeah, I was watching that. What the hell? Yeah, I don't nah, know what that. Is. My background, my background. Nah. <laughs> I love living single. <laughs> I do too. We gotta, I'm, we I'm gotta, watching that and Family Matters. It's a real big thing for WrestleMania next year. Like, I have that's, a that's perfect, I have a perfect mansion we could all stay at in LA. A perfect mansion. That I know. Just, I'm, I'm just trying to be like you want to grow up. I don't understand <laughs> what you got in y'all in y'all cucumber water. I don't. I don't get it. This is like y'all don't realize y'all got a bunch of y'all got a group full of project babies. I don't understand. Like we all ain't we ain't, we we like shit. We all from New York, but we ain't from the, the you know the deluxe apartment in the sky like y'all. Brownsville, like, sweetheart. Even though like I'm from Brownsville, love. Yeah. I've lived in Brownsville all my life. I'm from Crown Heights and Canarsie. I mean, Bro, I told you where I grew up. We grew up down the block from each other. Back in the other Canarsie was not as bad as Brownsville, boo. It wasn't. I'm not going to. No, Canarsie's bad now. But not I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll say it. I ain't going to hold you. I went through some shit in, in Canarsie. I went through the Yeah, but not like now. Canarsie's scared. Ooh. Yeah, but yeah. I grew up in the hood. Like I'm a hood girl. Yeah, that's crazy. I grew up in Brownsville, but you know. And that's you front seat. Treat yourself. Give the high fives, the Michael and shit. No, let me tell you, no, my, my parents and you know I work hard for my shit, man. I feel you. I, nah, I, you like, definitely do. I work in there, so I just need to know how much I got to say. Yeah, let's do it though. I think we should rock the hell out. We not well, I gotta tap into the college fund is what I'm like, Y'all did it to go to New Orleans. I tap, tap, tap in to that I gotta tap into the college fund, I guess. Yeah. No, see, New Orleans was was I somewhat, can't do, I can't slum it like that with like it I was know. affordable. 
no, 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 was affordable, but it it was sort of a cluster. It was sort of a clusterfuck with a lot of things that 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 went on there. But that that's an off camera. Yeah, but no, my hotel was expensive. So fat, bro. I was in an Airbnb. I was too. But um, last thing on the NFL before we get to some wrestling, Cam Newton, who we thought was gonna win the starting job. Did win the starting job. And he, fucking time. And he was it. voted. He was voted one of the captains of Red the Patriots team. Should told Bill Belichick to hold your nuts, nigga. That's what you should have did. Hold my nuts. You saw no. what the fuck I did in Carolina. No, That's you, what can't, I said. you can't. You can't. Someone with a non-guaranteed one-year yeah. deal should not tell anybody to hold their nuts. <laughs> so, now let me tell you something. With four kids, they're not gonna get that caliber of fucking player again at all. Ever, they better give him that so money. They better give him his money next year. Mm-hmm. They, they, they basically just put their tip in. It was like, all right, yeah, we'll give you one year. Let's see what this do. Nah, nigga, you about to go all in. And you about to you? No plan B's, homie. No plan B's. We gonna see you in nine months. No plan. Everybody talking about them bucks. Them bucks look scary, but the Patriots look scary too. Yeah, they do. They do. But the Patriots I are always. I won't pick them against the Bucks, though. I'm not but the Patriots are always. They're always quiet, scary. Like we always like we like we knew about Forever. we knew about Tom Brady, we knew about Gronk, but we never knew so much about their surrounding <laughs> pieces. The surrounding pieces. It took us a while to figure out about Newman and Edelman. And um and and white, they're running back and 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 just even when they had Randy Moss, the other pieces around them were just like, oh, okay, go ahead, Matt. So so we're not gonna mention Hernandez. We're not gonna mention him at all. So no. too soon. Okay. Wrestling, <laughs> wrestling. My bad. Yo, what happened last night? All right, so we'll get into AEW. So, uh, <laughs> I wasn't playing. I, wasn't nah, playing. Play, I got this. I got this. I wasn't Let me tell you what started. I'm gonna tell you how it started. Boom. First, Matt Hardy got concussed. I don't know how it happened. I, I saw how it happened. He overshot the table. Nigga hit his head on the on the, on the concrete floor. It was a wrap. Nick caught the axe. They did the axe, but he finished the match. They definitely yeah, did. Come on, that's not safe. Nah, they, nah, they definitely did the axe. Nah, they definitely did the axe. Like, My man couldn't even stand up. He couldn't stand nah. up. Matt, Matt Hardy is in there 50 years. Of, well, let me be fair. Matt Hardy's in his 40s, mid 40s. Yes. Mm-hmm. This man has a beautiful wife and kids. You all right? And y'all didn't think of this. Nah, they didn't say he was broken. They just said he was broken. Yeah. So the the spot was basically that's, not, uh, ooh, that's so dangerous. Yeah, it was a nasty spot. So basically, they they came off one of the cherry pickers, and um, Sammy Guevara speared Matt and bro because the table was a little it. bit too the table was a little a, a smidge bit too close. But the fact that oh, they were landing man. on concrete anyway. It was gonna be it was gonna be a bad fall regardless. Matt did not move and I'm looking, I'm like staring at the TV and I'm seeing blood on the floor. I'm like, yo, he's dead, bro. He did not move. That's dangerous. That's a different from like big fuck up allowing him to finish that match. I'm not even done. That's not even that's not even it. It was it was more. Boom! The casino battle royal. You remember Evan Bourne? You remember Evan Bourne, right? 
Evan Bourne, you remember Evan, small dude, did the shoot star press, all that. He was a tag team champion with Kofi Kingston. You remember him. I know you remember him. Remember the, 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 the shoot star press to the RKO? Yes. Evan Bourne. Yeah, he goes by Matt Seidel, right? Boom. He goes by his real name, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's Evan Bourne. I don't give a fuck about that. Anyways, like I was saying, boom. Surprise entry for the Casino Battle Royal. My man gets on the top rope like it's WWE 2007. My man got on the top rope. I'm about to hit the shooting star press. Nope, baby oil on the top rope. Almost broke his neck. Yeah, that was that was something else. Um, and I, I asked that. I was like, yo, was that planned? <laughs> like, yo, Jay, you, you, you saw the best. I was like, was that planned? Yeah, or was that, I was, was like, that real? Because I was like. Did he slip? Damn near. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Technical difficulty, having asked. What is you doing, bro? I'm adding something. I'm adding Fuck something it. to the stream. Sorry. I'm taking your plate tonight. That's what I'm doing. I'm taking your plate. What did, what did you order anyway? You you clearly got me fucked up. Actually, you taking my plate. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly got me fucked up. Homeboy almost broke his neck on that top rope. He slipped hard. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, uh, what are they doing, bro? <laughs> right. What are they was, doing? That was, that was bad. The whole time. It was bad, bro. Like, I was just so, like, yo, I, I, I do have the video. Me. Guys, I do have the video tape because you didn't see it. I'm going to show you. Check this out. Oh, the 21st man. Who the hell is this? Matt Seidel! Oh, what? Todd Matt Seidel, making his AEW debut. Oh, the Joker in this battle royal. Okay, I'm not happy about this. Matt Seidel is opening third. Oh, a knee strike. A hell of a knee strike by Seidel. The hell of an athlete, I'll tell you that. He'll take every chance known to man. Oh. An animal. Oh, Seidel slipping off the top rope. <laughs> Look at this lip. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was really small. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> that could have been. Oh. Oh. I thought that was Oh, man. The first move in, 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 in AEW history is correct. No, his, first, his first knee shot to um the other yeah. side was, was good. Yeah. But I think the momentum overtook him. You know what I'm saying? Like he was That's his third eye. That's oh, his his piccolo. Okay. I'm, I'm, I guess so. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for him. I couldn't yeah. even go. I couldn't even laugh, yo. King Ty times 20. It's okay. I feel bad for him. I feel bad. Bro, that was crazy. I hope you guys do better, y'all. I hate it had to be him, man, because I like I like Matt Sido. I like him. I haven't seen. Has he been anywhere in the past? Like, it's a pen. It's a pen. No, he's he's was in Impact for the longest time for a couple yeah, years. I don't watch that show. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't watch that show. <laughs> what channel does it come on? Access. Uh, I what? I don't know. I'm not even. It sure. comes I, on I watch Access it. TV. I watch it on the fight. That? Watch it on the fight thing. I don't know. I watch it on right. like you watch it. So stop playing with me. No, I don't I'll know watch, what channel. No, I don't know what channel is on. I don't know what channel is on. I watch it on like a website. I watch it because it's <laughs> still. Oh my god, I didn't even recognize him. Mm. I, he's Piccolo. No, he's Tien. He's Tien. All right, 
No problem. So more so, wrestling. Let's go. Um, what else happened? So because I can do it. Rings, no, 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 no. Let's stay on AEW right now. Let's stay on AEW. <laughs> Let's stay on AEW. Because I hope Quintus is watching this, right? A, you never get a chance to rant on them. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Let's just say I fell asleep and woke up and John Mossy won the title. He's still the same. I don't know how that happened. I fell asleep during the tag team title match. Shout out to F the Revolt. I fucks with you. They deserve that tag team championship. I didn't understand why the fuck. Like Kenny Omega and, and, and Hangman had the title in the first place. Not saying not shitting on Kenny Omega and, 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 and Hangman because they are great. I just don't understand why they're a fucking tag team. I don't get it. Especially when you got the Young Bucks in your goddamn stable. It's stupid, but it's whatever. It's AEW where the tag teams come to play. Shout out to Private Party. Did dope last night. I saw that, I saw that match. Honestly, uh, that was better. That tag team match, the Private Party match, was, the was, match of the night? was, was, was one of the best matches. On, on, the, on the card. Woo! Woo! It was one and, of the um, best uh, matches uh, on the uh, card for sure. Uh, Thunder Rosa and, and I can't pronounce that. And Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. It was all right. But again, that's not for that crowd. That match well, was not for that crowd. You, Dre, that match was not for that no, crowd. No, it, was, it wasn't. And Thunder Rosa shouldn't have lost. But that, that's... No, that's she should have lost. She, she's the fucking NWA champion. What do you, what do you mean? Niggas you don't want to. Bur- she wins that title. She's burying that whole division. It is already buried. That's it, just thirteen feet under as is. You really want to make it? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Somebody got to do something. I know Shanties is watching this, and she is dying laughing right now. But yeah, it's already twelve feet. Thunder Rosa wins that title. You like, damn, you sitting on that whole women's division in public? Oh well. On pay per view. Oh well. Now everybody knows. Including so, we do ha- we do have to move on. All in all, that pay per view wasn't yeah, it wasn't the best. It, it was low key trash. trash. There was some high moments. There there, there, was, there was some there was some high moments, but there was a lot of low moments. Um, some um, it went down. The matches, first of all, some of these matches were too long. Um, the pay per view started. The pay per view st- and that was a good match too. Uh, Orange Cassidy yeah. is the man. I don't know why Wilkins hate him so much, but Orange Cassidy is the shit. Shout out to Jericho, Le Champion. Uh, by the way, I just got an alert oh, <laughs> that God. the Bucks, the Bucks in the Heat are starting soon. <laughs> 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 playing tonight. He's playing tonight. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. If he don't play, I swear to God, we gonna be in this. We gonna be in this party with me on with me on Facebook Live, fan. Where the brooms at? <laughs> so, um, let's let's jump into our spotlight now. Um, our spotlight on the big dog Roman Reigns. He has come a long way. Not to uh, me. Um, he always had the chops for me. Yeah, and I think great. what we're not realizing is that, like, people are like, oh. Roman was never healed, blah, 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 blah. Roman was never healed by himself, but he was healed before, and that goes into the whole Bray Wyatt story in terms of turning people because we can already see what's going on with Alexa Bliss. We already saw what's going on with Braun Strowman um, reverting back. But he never. But Roman never faced the Fiend yet, though. First of all, when, 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 he did when face was- the Fiend. 
When? when the triple threat match. Roman, baby. The triple threat. He was already changing before that. So hold up. So when was he babyface? Who? Roman. Roman. When was he babyface? Well, he was babyface. Pay his character. Pay attention to his character. He was a badass. He wasn't a babyface. But still, so he, babyface. Yeah, he was a babyface, bro. I don't agree. But okay. this nigga was this nigga was was the most make a wish ass. Person. They just had that's the only thing that <laughs> made it of all time. <laughs> no, but the thing is, he was always like they 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 tried it. You know what I'm saying? The this is the only time I guess. Let me tell you something. I hate that this is during quarantine right now, during COVID. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. yes. But they what need it. Monumental fucking mic work by Paul Heyman, man. His mic work on Friday was whoa. Felt it all amazing, Whoa. amazing, Whoa. amazing. Whoa, like, real, real. like it was, it blew my mind. That was the best mic work I've seen from Paul Heyman talking about a superstar in a fucking long time. Roman needs to stay. Not yet. Uh, uh, no, not yet. The Usos need to be down. I feel like it. He, he turned to he he dissed them on Twitter this morning. Mm-hmm. He's like, I didn't think you could do it by yourself. I was like, ooh, Roman. Ooh. We are listen, Roman, from what I've been told, Roman requested to come back heel. And since you had nothing to do with Paul Heyman, honestly, since and Brock is gone, essentially Brock is gone for what we know. Um it makes sense. I'm good with that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not good with Brock Lesnar's money. Brock yeah. is done. Brock Lesnar's money. Brock Lesnar. I'm seeing Roman Reigns in the light that I'm seeing him right now with but Paul you know Heyman. What? I would love to see Brock and Roman like this. Another three nah. with them. I would love to see it that way. Like five matches with them. I'm tired of. We them. would. We would get. We would get face Lesnar like. Like Lesnar in O2. Imagine is not a face ever. Mm-hmm. Well, we had faced Lesnar at one point in time, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was definitely Lesnar that almost broke his fucking neck. Yes, I'm so glad that they didn't rush Roman and and Bray. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't rush um, Roman Bray. You were trying to say that the Fiend had an impact on Roman, and that's not the case this time around, because everybody else you're talking about Braun and Cena and all these people. They fought him as the fiend. Roman mm-hmm. was a heel before he, you know, when he signed that contract right as the match was ending, mm-hmm. that was the heel turn in a beautiful. That was amazing. Was that Bruce Pritchard? That definitely could. That, that definitely could have been. <laughs> that definitely could have been. Now that is something to wrestle with. That was Bruce Pritchard. What I like about Roman right now is that. He has the the chip on his shoulder with the WWE universe for the right for the right reasons. Yes, so this was the right time to kind of pull that trigger. Now I don't I don't know who's the best person to kind of go after him as the face in this feud besides his cousin. Yeah. I'll well nobody else is believable to me. Yeah, I think right right now. It, and um, Matt Riddle, I think so. Right Riddle, now, Oose is being fed. I'm not saying they, Oose, they're building them. 
Yeah. Us yeah. is being Us is basically being fed to Roman um in a couple weeks. But I think it's it's still gonna be a good match regardless. I don't watch yeah. the ending of SmackDown. Uh, That's the crazy thing. I um it. I do see the fiend um interfering. Yeah. Or or coming in at the end or something. Or broad. Something um, happen with that. But can we get can we get um what's his name? Baron Corbin to Raw, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll put him on Raw and and and, and, and I think and, I think Baron needs a championship. I think oh, him versus- I forgot to tell you something. Dre, well, my bad, Dre. But uh-huh. I a couple a couple weeks ago, remember you was um shouting out um Johnny Curtis and um and Tyler yes. Breeze? Tag team champions now. Yes, they are the NXT tag team champions. That's all. I love Johnny. I love uh, Fandango. Oh my god! Oh my bad, Fandango. I was calling him. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love him. But um, yes, Baron Corbin should probably go to Raw and feud. He needs to feud with Drew McIntyre. Yo, Ugh. let me tell you something. I I'm not enjoying. I, I, he needs he needs he's squandering a little bit right now. Not really. I love the King gimmick. Oh, Baron Corbin. Man, I've been yes. I've been on, I've been high on Baron Corbin for years. He's not gonna be the top bad guy on um SmackDown anymore. And he's not gonna be yeah, yeah. It's over for that because you have Roman Roman that's a heel now. Braun is 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 heel. Um, yeah, I see you're, how long you're, lasts, you're putting yourself lower and lower on the card, essentially in in terms of heels on Raw. He can stand out even though we have the hurt business. Doing doing their thing on Raw, I shout to the Hurt Business. Yeah, but they're not in the main event scene, right? They're not in the, they're not in the main event scene. Randy isn't going to be in the main event scene for long. Um, I hope he wins the title though. He's not. He's not. He's not. Let me tell you something. He could, but he don't need it. He could. That's the that's the that's the main that's the that's the match, right? Him and Drew McIntyre for um class at Clash, yeah. I do. I, I at this for for this particular feud, I kind of want Randy to win just so he can like like for him to have another run with it and have because this faces that the Raw has faces that will take it away from him. Hey, I gotta but, ask you this question. I gotta ask you this question. Who's mm-hmm. more entertaining right now, Randy or Drew McIntyre? Both equally. I gave, I gave Randy his flowers last week. No, no, that's why, that's why I asked you that question. I like Jewish champion. He's boring. I just feel, no, let me tell you something. I feel like he, he it's he's not putting the right feud. You need like the Orton feud is a good feud for him. You know full of shit. He full of shit. Drew is not that damn entertaining as a champion. He's entertaining to me, but you know, <laughs> Randy Orton is a like I, I said last week. He's a once in a lifetime type of superstar. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really hard to shine as a baby face with Orton as a heel because people are going to cheer for that Orton. Yeah. I got it. it happened in the Cena Orton feud, too. Yeah. That it was happened. good. It we happened need in Cena. Corbin versus Drew. That's the only way I feel it's going to make more sense for the Get- fan. Like, it's only gonna make more sense. Give them a length, a lengthy feud, though. Don't give them like, uh, like what you did to Dolph Ziggler, and just, and then, and that's it. Or what you've been doing, just giving one and done. Just give him a lengthy feud, like you're doing with Randy. 
Baron Corbin uh, can hold a few. Is, is having Edge. They're gonna go oh, back. Yeah. They're about to go back to each other in a minute. I mean, people people don't get how much how good Baron Corbin is. That yeah. Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin feud was probably the best thing that was on TV for a while, and yeah, people were shitting. People were shitting on it because because of the dog food shit. I get Why that part. Yeah, I, I get that part. But outside of dog food stuff, this was probably one of the best feuds that w- that was around. wasn't It wasn't Roman's best feud. I feel like his best feud was uh, either Braun or, or Bray. No. I think so. Braun, no. Braun, no. Mm-mm. You don't that think so? Braun's best feud. That wasn't Roman's best. That was Braun's best because all Roman did was elevate Braun. I think they, I feel like they elevated each other. Hell no! Uh, come, uh, I'm uh, talking about like his. I'm talking about like his nah, match. No, 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 no. Let's not even go there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Braun needed Roman. Roman didn't need Braun. I didn't say that he did need him. I just felt like they they both elevated each other in a sense. <laughs> not to me, because Roman was already the man. Roman was already putting. Roman was already put on that pedestal. To win, yeah, on the put on me that you were the man. He was—he's the man. What are you are you? He's the—he's the face of the company. Being the man means everybody agrees. No, oh, not everybody agree with damn Becky Lynch. Like, Wait, what you mean? All who's who's popping more than Becky Lynch around that all time? Roman, all of Roman Reigns' peers respected him, respects him as a locker room leader. So let's—he was the—he is the even before the cancer diagnosis. He was the man backstage for uh, at least a year or two. Let's mm-hmm. be real here. He was the most talked about on these goddamn sites. You know what I'm saying? He got the loudest reaction of the night. Braun needed that rub more than Roman needed that rub. Roman just beat Brock Lesnar for the fucking championship. You know how big deal that is? Like, that, nah. That is type crazy. Yeah, nah. But I feel like Roman is, I think this is where he's going, his legacy is going to be solidified 100%. His, mm-hmm. his work, this, that Paul Heyman, no one saw that coming. No, not at all. But um, one last thing before we end off. So, um, and this is real quick. So Vince McMahon has decided that superstars ha- have 30 days to cut off their third-party streams of income like you like youtube um twitch cameo um real quick how do you feel about that uh you said no no comment okay i don't i don't don't, honestly i don't get it like it's not that deep we're in a pandemic cameo is helping out a lot of people yeah, uh, yeah making money off of their intellectual property, though. Like, if you, you know, what I'm saying you're popular mm-hmm. because of a certain brand, you know, they own the rights to your name. It's like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know. It feels like I don't know. It feels like Vince is trying to like add more power to himself. It's not that deep. It really is. It that is that, but it is that deep though, because at the end of the day, the the business, a lot of businesses are struggling right now. Let's mm-hmm. be real with you. And at the end of the day, you know if you're if you're signed to a company, right? And you know that that likeness and that image does not belong to you. 
You get what I'm saying? It's not like you're using your real name. You're using the name that they gave you. Right. On the business end of it, I understand it because if I built up a character and gave it to you and you went and make money someplace else and I'm not making money off of it either, all right, now we have a problem because I basically, I'm basically handed you money and now you're going to make more money and I'm not getting part of it. Right. So I, I get it. Grant, essentially, I get it because that—that's what it all comes down to in terms of copywriting and 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 and, and owning the shit. Yeah. Like, so I understand. I get it. I understand. But there's certain people like Apollo, uh, like uh, Xavier Woods, who goes by Austin Creed. He doesn't use his WWE name doesn't use any of that that's who i'm more concerned about because he built up a platform for himself so i'm hoping that they're not going to take at least his because aj aj owns his name too aj's been on twitch and everything for a while now so it's just cer it's certain individuals who's going to have more stroke to it so but um Again, uh, we're gonna end the show right here. <laughs> um, this was that's ready. the first time I ever see her use it. That's the crazy thing, but yeah, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell y'all what just happened, but really, really, but yeah. um, <laughs> shout to you, yo, you're not making it easy to end this episode, Matt. Shut up, that shit threw like, me off because I'm like, because I just no, yeah, I just look, <laughs> I, I just look, um. <laughs> So, um, shout out to you guys. Shout out to the Driver Tears Network. Uh, we have some birthdays coming up. We have some birthdays coming up. Our very own Janelle from the HR. Her birthday is is the eighth. Oh man! And and I we're, we're celebrating today tonight tonight tonight. Oh, tonight. and my baby birthday on the thirteenth. Boom. Aww. My first born, my first baby, her her birthday was on the first, it just passed. My brother's mm -hmm. on the eleventh, my niece is on the ninth. I got my other niece on the eighth. It's mm -hmm. like damn, a lot of birthdays. Shot oh shot my best friend's birthday on the seventh. Is that your best friend's birthday? Horrible. Who? I said on the seventh. I didn't say I forgot. Horrible. <laughs> Y'all, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Again, shout out to the Jabba Tears Network, uh, Cats and Dogs, um, Talk of Champions, the Jabba Tears Podcast, uh, the Mr. Black Show, Big Four, all of that stuff, and us, of course, at the Euro Sports Show. So um, make sure you tune in next week. Um, what is it? After the Euro comes back. We, we are back with another episode of After the Year. It, it is gonna. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be wild and crazy. So um, we're gonna go into why Backstreet Boys are better than Insane. Stop it with the bullshit. No, they're not. <laughs> like, no, they're not. Yes, they are. Yo, ain't nobody on Backstreet Boys selling like Justin Timberlake. Stop. Stop. Up, up, Stop. Up, 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 because they're a group. Because Backstreet Boys are a group. <laughs> and they're trash. Oh, oh, man. No, oh, man. I don't even know them guys in sync anymore. So, I promise you, is a classic. They haven't performed together since. 2002. What's just Justin Timberlake is a culture vulture too. Let's, let's, let's I don't think it was 2002. I think they performed in the Super Bowl. Let's get that straight. I want to throw that out there. What? Not that, 
I think they performed it. And he's doing Jazz Korea too. So how about that? Jazz Korea. What do you? What? What? You don't remember what happened? Is she got all the backlash for something that he I did? remember all of that. I ain't gonna lie. And Justin Timberlake was supposed to vulture. He wanted to be all hip hop and with Timberland and and mm-hmm. Ti and all stuff like that. And with everything like racism and police brutality. Hold on, let me let me tell you, he was all t- shucking and jiving with Timberland and That's the first thing he said. That's the Trayvon Martin died, y'all. That's the first thing he said, y'all. Dre. That's what the first thing he said. Look, look. All lives matter. Not black lives, all lives matter. How about that? He dead ass said all lives. He dead ass said all lives matter. That's talking about that man's talent. That's what we're doing. Don't 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 try to gaslight anybody. It's a class. Who the hell is the lead single basketball? Nobody knows. Once Nobody knows. Black people's dollars. He's a beast of a uh, hot thing out of basketball. Man of the world. So, 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 no, no, no. Definitely, definitely save it. Their image. Definitely save it. Save it for Sunday. Save it for Sunday, guys. Yeah. Save it. Save it for Sunday. This is. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a funny episode. Funny episode of After the Year. Why did they out of Past Three Boys was Aaron Carter? Guys, 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 guys. Let me tell you something. I wanted that way is the boy band song, the best boy band song ever. In sync. Let me tell you something. Yes, it was. Everybody was doing bye bye bye. What the fuck? Everybody, guys, 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 guys. We have to end. We have to end the show. We have to end the show. We have to end. He shucked and jabbed all over the place. All lives matter. Really? That's what he said. We gonna we gonna we gonna make this into a racial overtone debate. That's what we gonna do. No, he, no. Made, he made his money off y'all. He had he was like he like he just likes skin. He ain't white. He likes everybody. Oh, okay, everybody all right, oh. everybody guys, 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 guys. Okay, all right, all right. That what for the queen? For the queen? Queen Tay. Shout out to Eric Carter. We weren't even in the group. All right, y'all. It was me. Instinct was Justin Timberlake in the pit. That was it. About the one of them guys is on Super Bowl right now. He's on the game show. He's on the game show network. Listen, listen. I'm about to remove y'all both from the stream. Let me end the show. Bye, bye, bye. So four. So for Queen Tay, for Queen Tay, shout out to Aaron Carter. For BK, for BK Mac. You don't know nobody else on there. You don't know nobody else there. All right, you don't know nobody else there. Backstreet Boys sold more albums. It is your boy, Big Baby, signing off. Let's talk about the cultural impact. Bye, y'all.